Build Different, coolest podcast in Upland, California on Wednesdays, sometimes Thursday nights. We're going to get right into it. Jake here, Justin with me as always. Uh, pretty crucial turn of events overnight with Richard Sherman, uh, free agent cornerback, uh, former 49ers cornerback, former Seahawks cornerback. Uh, just some crazy instances. It started off as a burglary domestic violence case and then now things are coming out that it was DUI hit and run and now even more details are being revealed that he was going through some demons and some really tough times last night apparently he was making it evident to his wife that he wanted to commit suicide um, that he was obviously depressed that he was very intoxicated that he had put down a whole bottle of Hennessy uh, two almost two bottles of vodka, I want to say. So he was just not in the right mindset at all. He was behind the wheel. He tried to flee the crash site, and apparently he tried to. Well, he did break into a family member's house. They weren't having it, yeah, and his yeah, own his own house basically. And we don't have any other details of how it was uh, domestic violence. Um, his wife said that there were. They're counting it as a domestic violence, not because of that, but like uh, the name of the case is considered like a kind of domestic violence because he's trying to break into his own house technically with an argument that he's having with his wife. So it's like, I don't think he hit her, but like that's considered a form of domestic violence. I want to, I forgot what the name of the, the law is or whatever, or the thing he's, Washington's just so fucked. Yeah. I mean, I think it's being blown way out of proportion because I'm like, I mean, I'm hearing it and I don't really give a fuck about the whole thing because I mean, I, I. I mean, my parents, I mean, my dad's tried to, like, enter the house, too, multiple times. Like, I'm like, where are people trying to, it's not a big deal at all. Like, wh- like what the fuck is the big deal? Like, that's the only thing about it. I mean, uh, I, I, people like to blow shit out of things. Like, he's probably like, oh, I'm going to kill myself. I don't think he's going to kill himself. I think he was just drunk and angry at his wife. He could be facing demons. I think he is. But, like, I don't think he really would kill himself or hurt his wife. He was just drunk going through it. And I think um, him and his wife have been possibly having arguments. That's why he's having these demons, and he's just trying to fucking, you know, fuck you, let me get in the house or whatever. I don't think he would have laid a hand on her because, I mean, if you've ever seen Richard Sherman talk or, you know, do anything, he's been a pro for a few years, and he's very articulate. He's very, um, respectful. usually he's respectful, per, uh, personable. He's a, he's a professional. Like, I don't think, I mean, but yet again, not everyone's perfect. Like, I mean, people make mistakes like this. Like, I'll probably do the same thing to my wife in the future, you know? Like, it's simple. Like, I'll probably try to, like, I'm, I'll, I might cheat on my wife. You never know. You just never know with this kind of shit. I think this shit gets blown way out of proportion. The hit and run is a bad one, though. Yeah. That one's bad. Like, that one, at least he parked it because he parked it at a separate parking lot. Yeah. I think that was good. I mean, I don't think it's as serious as, but yet again, the media is going to run with it and be like, oh, my God, this is it. But I'm, I really just think him and his wife been fighting. He went out for a few drinks, got drunk or whatever, bought the bottles, um, hit the thing. I was like, fuck, I'm so, and that just ang- added to his anger. He parked the car, and then he went home and fucking, you know, started screaming at his wife to let him in angrily. That's what I possibly think has happened. But, you know, shit blows out of, I mean, it's not a great situation, but I think, you know, anything that happens, media will run with it. And the media has already fucked this story up uh, several times. They said that that was his ex-wife. They said that um, that he had laid hands, allegedly, and it literally took. uh no, uh, it's so his current wife. Yeah, yeah, they fucked the story up because it literally took her, his current wife, in the middle of all this, of all these speculations, for her to come out and say, at least report things 
correctly, I'm still married to Richard. And she even told the Seattle Times or whatever fucking newspaper it was that uh, there were no injuries, no one was hurt, he didn't lay a single hand, the kids are okay, and she still believes that he's a good person. So, I don't know why the media has to run with it that, oh, here we go, Richard Sherman, you know. And then it also it also stirs things up with, uh, like, comment sections, too. Like, oh, CTE, here we go, CTE. And that gets pretty annoying, too. I'm a fan of the CTE jokes. Of the CTE jokes, okay. I am a fan. Because we willingly support CTE as fans. Yeah, technically, yeah. But, I mean, it's like, you know, we're going to blame every little thing for CTE, but we're not realizing that the dude was probably going through some demons, like, you yeah. know, arguments with his wife. They're at, you know, probably, I don't, I wouldn't want to say rock bottom in the marriage, but they could be going through something. Yeah, he's, he, a, he's a free agent. Yeah. They've been married, probably struggling with some things. He's so. a big rep in the NFLPA and the Players Union as well, too. A lot of stress there. And then uh, he also represents himself, too. So when Mike Florio of Pro Football Chase decided to get fucking stippy and say, uh, Oh, uh, he was denied bail, but if he had an agent, he'd be able to contact that agent to work with the courts, some shit like that, to get him out on bail. But it's like, okay, dumbass, you realize that he represents himself as an agent. Not only that, but he was denied bail already because whichever police department that he was arrested by, they deem that he's not okay to get out and that they would feel that he would go back to that situation. Now, he's obviously... In custody, I'd give it, like, you know, less than a week until he's out. Um, and he has to go see a judge before he's actually formally charged with anything. I do think that he's just going to get the DUI hit and run, and I think that domestic violence will be... Yeah, the DUI will for sure hit and run. Yeah. I don't even think they can even prove it as a DUI. Yeah. Because unless he left, the things are tested for, like, blood or alcohol or all that shit. If they could, like, if he was sober when he got arrested... Can't prove that as a DUI. You can only say it's a hit and run. Yeah, his. You can't even really say it's a hit and run either, kind of, because he kind of parked it. Yeah. I mean, he did hit something, but he. I mean, yeah, he did lose the skin. And he didn't. It was, rep- it was a concrete barrier. It wasn't like a. It wasn't like a fucking you know a store. So he didn't hit like a Caltrans vehicle no, or I, anything. What I heard it was a concrete barrier, like um. Oh, so it was just a construction site. Something like that, or maybe like one of those big ba- big balls in front of Target. Something oh. Like that. Something like that. I want to say. But the only thing I got out of it though was that the fucking uh. The dispatcher. The dispatcher was a total bitch. Did you you listen to the phone call? I sent it to you, right? Have, yeah. That dispatcher was a total bitch. What did she say to? Uh... She was just being a little nippy. I mean, she was like, "Calm down," like in a kind of a, a douchey way. But like, this woman's like scared, like fucking like. Yeah, she you know? told you that like you know her fucking husband's off like a lot of alcohol right now, so that's what also contributes to the DUI portion. But you know, I think that the the domestic violence part will get dropped. Because they're going to see that it's going to blow over. Like, you know, yeah, they had to get another family member to stop him from trying to get back into the house. But if she's saying that no one's hurt, there's no injuries, he didn't lay a hand, then it's going to get dropped there. I do think that knowing Goodell and his... Goodell's a piece of shit. He's going to be like, okay, you're going to get suspended for putting yourself in that situation four games. You know, the fucking DUI, there's people in the NFL who will get DUIs and they won't even get suspended. They'll get fined. Cowboys players get a lot of them. Yeah, but it's like, you know, oh, you put yourself in the situation to get that domestic violence charge, uh, two to four game suspension. And then Richard's probably going to appeal it and be like, okay, 
you know, I was intoxicated. I was trying to get into my own home. You know, I wasn't in the right mindset, but I just wanted to clear things up. I didn't put my hands on anybody. The other party even said so. And knowing Goodell, well, you put yourself in that situation. It's It goes back to the whole Zeke situation, too. Yeah. Knowing that he's also 33 in a corner, that happens. Is probably He probably won't play again. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's just – I mean, it's unfortunate because I'm like – some teams I think – I mean, I didn't want to sign uh, – Richard, because he's a 33-year-old cornerback. Just, I mean, he's better than, like, the ones we got, basically. I mean, Trayvon will probably, like, be better than him by the end of the year if we were to sign him because Trayvon's, you know, making the jump. But, like, that's, like, Richard Sherman's, like, an, was an insane cornerback. Like, he wasn't even that bad. But, like, 33-year-old thirty-three year cornerbacks, those are not good signings for, for a big amount of money. Send him for, like, a tanking team with, like, young corners or some shit I think would be good. But, yeah, the whole situation I think got blown out because I'm like, okay, because I grew up in a, like – as a kid, my dad drank, my mom, you know, they got into the arguments or whatever, a lot of screaming and shit, so I was just like, it just kind of just sounds like a normal day in Upland when I was seven, that's what I was like, I was like, and my dad never laid his hands on my mom either, like, like, I know, like, I rip on my dad, you know, and all that shit, but, like, my dad's never once laid his hand on my mom, like, people think because he's just, like, you know, this big country guy and he had a drinking problem that he did, but, like, that was never the case, like, my dad would have got murdered by my mom if he, like, hurt her or anything like that. So that I mean the whole situation is blown out because it says domestic violence like he was trying to fucking like beat the shit out of her. I don't think that's true. I think he just got drunk facing some demons like I'm gonna fucking kill myself out of anger. I don't think he really would kill himself. The CTE jokes are funny. You know I'm a fan of the CTE jokes because without jokes how do we move past things? Like um, but the whole situation I mean it's not a great situation. Thirty three year old corner doing this shit. Free agent, so he's obviously dealing with it. So I hope Richard. I mean, I loved Richard. I, I mean, I'm a fan still. You know, I mean, talk about the Legion of Doom, huh? <laughs> but shit, Frank Browner, Browner, uh, Frank Clark. I mean, he wasn't on that team, but like at the end. But you know, now he's doing that whole yeah, thing. That whole team. That I don't want to. I don't want to go on that defense. You got Earl Thomas and his wife. I don't think. Oh shit. I don't think Frank Clark serves jail time over the Uzi and the fucking Lambo. Cause I mean, yeah, of course, it's the worst state to get caught with an Uzi in. Uh, especially in downtown L.A., but people are all like, oh, have fun with the jail sentence of three years. Like, this guy makes millions of dollars. Um, you never know, Plaxico Burris shot himself. Oh, did he? Yeah, remember when did he, he serve jail time for that? He served jail. He went to jail for two years. But Frank Clark didn't, like, cause, pose a threat or anything. Like, you know, Plaxico shot himself. Like, didn't Wait, but didn't Aqib Tlaib shoot himself in the leg, too? He shot himself in Texas, I think. Yeah. Because Aqib stays in Texas. Oh. So he didn't Plaxico do jail time for that either. Great. I don't know the whole logistics, but I think that's part of like, because like, he did shoot himself, right? Yeah. But like, but he tried to I say that he was in, shot. If he stays in Texas, though, like he's got sick ass house in Dallas. Um. I don't think Frank Clark serves any jail time for that matter. I think I you know, think. parole. Yeah, he'll probably get cut from the Chiefs, but I still think that you know he'll. Oh well, yeah, he'll serve a big suspension. I could see him in a cowboy jersey, maybe the Raiders, because you know. John Gruden, he's got grit. You know, yeah, they found an Uzi, they found a Uzi in his Lambo, but you know that Frank Clark, you know, he he's he'll he'll shoot you, but man, he'll really rush the passer. I mean, Frank Clark's a stud though, so man, I love John Gruden though. What <laughs> when we were hanging out on the draft day and they got Leatherwood, uh, re- reached on him when they should have took him like probably like they should. I mean, they got Morrigan in the second round, so it kind of like fl- flip flop. They should have flip flopped those picks, yeah, but like compete with Abrams, but. 
I remember seeing that they got Leatherwood, right? And I was like, okay, they reach on someone from Bama. Not surprised. Second round picks always some uh, some uh, kid from up up north because he's got great. And they selected some linebacker. I want to say from uh, Buffalo, from that call. I don't know his name. What was his name? Malcolm Toons. Oh, was it him? Yeah. Oh my God! I remember I was just dying when they made their second round picks. I was like, I knew this. I want to say, yeah. Guess they have two second rounders. Yeah. Yeah, so they got that with, and they they got Morig, which that was like the funniest. Like those are like the most legitimate three picks the Raiders would have done. He put it on Facebook. He's like, I'm convinced that John Gruden will reach on an Alabama uh, football player, or someone from Clemson, just because of they got grit. And like you know, j- like Justin saying, like them good old Oakland Raiders. I love, I love the Rich Gannon. Um, so yeah, and then uh, there's more updates with the Trevor Bauer case that I also have to share. He was seen in uh, Zion National Park with his agent slash, yeah, Rachel Luba. They were seen together uh, just hiking about in uh, Zion. And not only that, but more details have emerged in the case. Apparently, Fernando Tatis knows of the accuser. And, yeah, I had a joke about this. I said it at the Home Run Derby. That's because the, the news broke fairly before that, I want to say. Maybe like a few days before, but I said, wow, this chick is – I was like, is this chick the Rockies? Because she's taking these beatings from the NL West. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that was bad. <laughs> but it was just so funny because we are like, yeah, because Col- yeah, Colby's like, you know, she knew uh, Tatis and, ba- and Bauer. And right now I was just like this. I said, so she's just taking beatings from the NL West. What is she, the Rockies? And that was just a little fun joke, but goddamn. I mean, his agent's hot, though. I'd hit. I'd eat her shitter like an apple fritter. It's also going to be very interesting uh, to see how Luba responds to the case that is coming up. Yeah, uh, I did look into a lot of that. She does put a lot of that agenda into baseball, and now her client is facing... You know who her other one is? Who's... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Puig, so he had that... He had those accusations, and now he's playing baseball in Mexico and is currently being, I wouldn't say blackballed by teams. They just don't want to. You don't want to deal with it. Yeah, they don't want to deal with it. Um, so now she has two clients in that field. In that field? Like, like college? Seems like a little. In that category? Who knows? But, uh, yeah, two clients facing, uh, I don't even know if, like, is Puig's right now, like. He's not facing accusations yeah his court date's the 23rd in pasadena so those were the details that emerged on uh oh yeah media pass hmm maybe uh maybe i gotta serve jury duty out there yeah that'd be fun hey trev can you blog this um moving forward on to our next topic Cousin slander. Kirk Cousins. Riley, if you're listening, here we go. The most slandered quarterback in the NFL has to be Kirk Cousins. And I know that they'll say, oh, no, 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 no. It's actually, uh, it's actually Ryan Tannehill. Or, no, 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 it's Jimmy Garoppolo. Jesus Christ, 49ers Twitter. Um, or, no, 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 it's actually um, Tom Brady. Tom Brady gets enough praise as it is. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, top ten stats on the year last year. Hell of a year with passing yards. He broke 4,000. I think he had like 35 touchdown passes. Very minimal interceptions. And I was told over the... Yeah, yeah. It's a very slow start for him. The Vikings started off 0-4, but then they slowly start to get it together. Now, Kirk puts up top 10 
passing stats. I want to say he outperformed Brady in a couple of those passing categories, and I was just told over the past week that Tyrod Taylor, of all quarterbacks, is better than Kirk Cousins just because he's mobile. And I'm just like, wow. That's Kirk for me. He's 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 not. T- I mean, he has top ten stats, of course, but he's not top ten. But like, I don't think you don't think he's top ten either. No, he's like a, he's like right about like twelve, thirteen. I say I'd say like um right after Matt Stafford and before like Baker and like Matt Ryan and those guys. I think that's like the perfect spot to put him. But dude, that guy gets slandered hella much, and I th- and I some of it's fair. Like um he starts off season slow. I want to say yeah. Because but like you need but he picks it up and he plays very well to end it. And he's that's. Not elite or anything. I mean he he's a he's a he's a franchise quarterback. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, he's got Pro Bowls. I don't give a fuck about Pro Bowls, and I think that's stupid. Yeah, and the Vikings get a lot of Pro Bowlers just because they have a whole fucking state voting for him. But like, I, I know he's got like one or maybe two Pro Bowls, but I don't think he. I mean, he's he's, what should I say? He's in the category to be in that. Um, he's he's he could win you a Super Bowl. I think so. I think he's a good enough quarterback to win your team a Super Bowl, and the Vikings are making the moves. I like Kirk Cousins. I think he's a. I think I think people just want to don't they, they don't give him the credit because I don't think he does anything um, flashy or spectacular. Like there's a lot of guys who could throw better than him. There's a lot of guys who know how to read the coverages better than him. Play actions are better than you know. I, I he doesn't really like. Oh man, Kirk does that so well. I think which I think people like rip on him for, but I don't ever think that's the case with if your quarterback's good. Like look what Tom did coming out of the league, right? Or coming into the league, like they're like, oh, he doesn't do this well, doesn't do this well. Those are just stupid things to use, cause like, who who you who does um, I mean a lot of gr- those great quarterbacks have something they do like, you know whether it's Aaron Rodgers' accuracy and all that bullshit, but I just think it's unfair for some of the shit. Yeah, he's between, he's a he's a he's a top twelve, twelve, thirteen, top twelve to thirteen quarterback in the league. Some would say top ten, some would say top eleven. He's right in between ten and fourteen. I think that's fair. What do you think? And I will say this, though, right off the bat. He's better than Derek Carr. Um, him and Ryan Tannehill are very neck and neck, and that's yeah. really good because Tannehill has bounced back since Miami. But I'm going to say as a 49ers fan, he's everything that 49er fans who are obsessed with Jimmy or who heavily support Jimmy, he's everything that they thought Jimmy was. I like Jimmy, and I'm cool with Jimmy, but Jimmy has severe limitations, and Kirk does not have those limitations. Kirk makes accurate reads. His accuracy is pretty solid. He has a very good arm. I know that people will say, oh, he's got a noodle arm. Oh, he can't. That pass against the Saints in the 2019 playoffs, that was probably the pass of his career. Dropped a dime on, who was it, Adam Thielen? Adam Thielen dropped a dime to set them up to win that game. He's every. To Rudolph, and then they had the little uh, push off, even though the game was over. Um, yeah, so Kirk Cousins is everything that 49er fans expected and thought Jimmy was. Yeah. Jimmy, you have to scheme around too many limitations with injuries, with his arm strength, with his reads, not to mention his deep pass is always questionable. With Kirk, you know, yeah, you're not going to get a flashy play out of him. But you can definitely excel off play action. His reads are always going to be there. He's a smart quarterback. Yeah. But, you know, with him, you do need a solid supporting cast like you do with Jimmy. So I could see where 49er fans are like, oh, but they both need uh, perfect surroundings around them. But it's like, no. You give Kirk time in the pocket. You yeah. give him Justin Jefferson. You give him Adam Thielen. He's uh, going to excel. Who, who's, uh, Irvin, Irvin Meyer. 
Irv Smith. Irv Smith. They've got themselves a good team this year. Oh yeah. I say the Vikings have a good chance. They're gonna go to the playoffs, I think. Yeah, they're they're. I think right now, if Rodgers is gonna continue to host Jeopardy, and if he's not gonna return to the Packers, the Vikings will take that division, and then it's gonna be a battle between. Chicago, led by Justin Fields, and then the Packers, led by Jordan Love. And that'll be interesting to see, too, because two uh, bright young quarterbacks battling it out. I don't think that Jared Goff leading the Lions will go to playoffs. I think the Lions are spoilers. I think the Lions are going to spoil it for some teams. Because the Lions made some solid moves. I mean, they're going to waste Panay's career. (laughs) The Lions are notorious for that. I like Dan Campbell. I don't know if he should have been a head coach, though. Not yet. Very good tight ends coach. Very good tight ends. Shout out, he was a former cowboy. I like him. But not a head coach yet. Not yet. But I mean I think he would be eventually. I think the Lions made the an eight pick. I mean they are they moved it around. Um there's there's the whole quarterback's argument's wild. We need to make a new thirty two, me, you, Ethan and Colby. Because oh, yeah, the 'cause since the rookies came in, I wanna guys I know put I put Andy on mine, you know, but like I think we should do, you know, fields. I wanna count the yeah. He has uh, Trey Lance at 38, Trey Lance. Max Jones at 30. That's, that's a bad list. And he has Josh Allen at 2 and Pat Mahomes at 1. There's, but Aaron Rodgers is not at 3. I, there, some of these are bad. I mean, Matt Stafford, I think. Okay, Matt Stafford is an underrated quarterback, right? That's a big topic this week. Like, um, Ant- Matt Stafford, I love the dude. Like, I'm glad he's on the Rams because I think he's going to make the push. And I think they're gonna, they have a good chance of winning, you know? I like the whole I, – I, the NFC West and the NFC North are the two divisions I'm excited to see. And the NFC South. I don't really give a fuck about the East, even though I'm a fan of the Cowboys. But I'm excited for Jameis. I'm excited about Jameis, too. Um, I'm not a Taysom the, Hill fan. Uh, I can't stand the whole Taysom th- – like, remember watching the Falcons-Saints game and fucking uh, Sean Payton's dumbass is over there. I mean, I can't hate on Sean Payton. There's a good chance he might coach us next year. Like, that's a, like if McCarthy gets canned, it's going to be Payton's team. So. Oh, of course. Because what the fuck does Peyton have to look forward to? They have no money over there in St. Louis, or not St. Louis, um, New Orleans, and and I mean they they've been talks about Sean Payton to the Cowboys saying it just depended on Drew Bi- Drew Brees' retirement. Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley. <laughs> I'm. You never know, but yeah, those are some fun. Uh, Matt Stafford. I think they might be starting to overrate him now because he's so underrated. You know, I don't like to use the wins as a stat. That shit annoys me because he's a solid fucking. Oh God. Yeah, I hate the win stat, but. Oh. But I would say my top ten right now, if I was to list them off the top of my head, one for me, Mahomes, two, Rodgers, three, Allen, four, Russ, five, Deshaun, six, Dak, um, seven, Lamar. Who am I else? Who else am I thinking of? Brady's ten for me. Matt's nine. Uh, Lamar is eight. I want to say. Who am I? Who, who? Oh, you have Lamar at seven. Lamar at seven. Who's six? Dak was six for me. Yeah. It's Deshaun Dak. What about Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson's four, for me. Or oh, or three, three or four. But I Josh Allen's my top three quarterback now. Um, I'm forgetting one of them. I want to say. I think I have a picture of Justin Herbert in your top ten yet. Not, not, yet, not yet. Not yet. He will be next year though. I cannot emphasize the whole next year thing. Um. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's nine. Okay. 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 This is my tw- thirty. This is my top ten that I wrote on the article not too long ago. But I'm gonna make another one. Mahomes one. Rogers two. Russell three. Allen four. Watson five. Dak six. Lamar seven. Kyler Murray eight. Nine. Matt Stafford ten. Tom Brady. 
And then right here is, oh, man, I wrote Kirk down at 14. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, that's a bad one. i got to remake another one. Car, car is perfect at 15. Why also, also I have Baker at 16. Baker needs to go up there, too. I have Baker at 17. And we'll make another one. We'll make another one before the start of the season. Um, yeah, so a big topic within 49ers Twitter came up about Matt Stafford because we – oh, Kyle Shanahan was on uh, – I forgot which podcast – I want to say it was – I want to – no, 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 no. It wasn't Collinsworth. Uh, Schrager was on there with him. Oh, okay. and then, Oh, yeah, it was Schrager, and then McVay was on there too. Okay. And Kyle admitted that he was very frustrated that we weren't able to get Matt Stafford, and he came out and said that Matt Stafford is an unbelievable quarterback, mm -hmm. has an underrated arm, mm -hmm. very smart with the football, yeah. and is everything that you want in his style of offense and McVay's. Were they were trying to get Matt before they made up the move to three? Yep. Okay. Because yep. I was like, because I was like, if they were trying to get him and then go three or whatever. We made an offer, but we didn't. We weren't clear about what we offered. I'm sure that we probably offered like Jimmy and then a second round pick, and obviously the Lions were like, okay, you know, we want to try to get like a first out of him. And on top of that, Campbell came out and said that he chose uh, Goff out of the bunch of quarterbacks that were offered to him. So that riled up 49ers Twitter saying, oh, that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. Jimmy is still Jimmy. Jimmy's still a winner. And then it's like you have Niner fans pointing out Jimmy's record, but it's like that's the team's record. Um, wins are not QB stats. And then you got people saying, oh, the quarterback's supposed to elevate the team. Yeah. Well, what if he doesn't? What I think if... Goff's going to get exposed in Detroit. Yeah, like what if he doesn't elevate the team? Like you had Jared Goff in L.A., who was winning, yeah. but he's not elevating that Rams team. Yeah, he was holding it back. You know, Donald's elevating that Rams team. Gurley was at one point. He, Jared Goff isn't carrying that Rams. They're saying, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo was carrying. He had to carry. 2019, he was carrying. No, we had a top two defense. We had a hell of a run game. You have all these people that go from uh, – They'll go from supporting Trey Lance to saying, oh, I hope Jimmy Garoppolo wins a Super Bowl and he continues to be our quarterback. That's not the case at all. The writing's on the wall that Trey Lance is going to be the guy. It's the matter of when. So now you get 49er fans not thinking rationally, saying, oh, Jimmy over uh, Stafford, Jimmy over Stafford. Mm -hmm. Stafford has two times the arm that Jimmy has. Yeah. And on top of that, you know, they're blowing everything out of proportion with Jimmy. I have nothing against Jimmy. but. Great guy. The limitations. There's limitations, yeah. They're bringing up playoff wins for Stafford. That's a team stat. Yeah, he got that's... bumped by Dallas, but that's not his fault. That you know, obviously his defense was off that uh, was off that game. I still remember watching it. I thought that uh, the Lions were going to take it. I but... thought they should have. We they got they got we got away with the Hitchens. Was it Hitchens that we got away with the play? It was a pass interference. I want to say that was the crucial call yeah it might have been hitchens and it might have been tony else. got the cowboys back into it and then we game. got but then we rightfully got screwed in the packers game though so yeah. karma you know and it's like stafford can't do anything about it. oh yes he can he's the leader of the team he doesn't play defense that's why wins are not a quarterback stat yeah do you see him on defense no so that's why I rightfully think that Stafford is going to excel in LA. This is coming from a Niners fan. MVP campaign, I don't know. I still think that it's going to be between uh, probably Mahomes, Allen, and maybe. Got Donald. Because uh, the Rams are going to have a big year. 
you think that uh, Aaron Donald could pop into that defensive it, MVP or no? Uh, in the MVP conversation, Donald won't win it, but the Rams are going to be a good football team. Yeah, they're going to be a really good football team. That whole NFC West is a bunch like of like he's not going to win it over a quarterback. Yeah, so I say it's between like Mahomes, uh, Mahomes, Allen, and maybe, and this is if he absolutely just takes off Justin Herbert. I could see Justin That's Herbert. True. Putting his name in that MVP conversation. Chargers could be a good football team next year. They have, they are going to be a good football team. They have to stay healthy. They do. Health is their number one concern. So, back to the Kirk Cousins slander. It's very a, underrated quarterback. It's He's, undeserving. Yeah, it's undeserving. He's everything that the 49ers, that 49er fans wanted in Jimmy Garoppolo, and they hate mm. to admit it. Yeah. And... Kyle Shanahan has even spoken on Kirk Cousins because they asked him uh, when we were scouting Mac, oh, um, because Mac has very similar traits to Kirk Cousins, are you going to get Mac? But I, I see, I don't see the similarities with Kirk Cousins and uh, Mac. I think that Mac's a little bit more stiff in the pocket, and I think that his arm is not exactly where Kirk's is. I said he's like more Derek Carr and like Mason Rudolph. I, Jake Delhomme. Jake DeLome. Um, and even Kyle said, Minnesota is a hell of a football team with Kirk Cousins leading them on offense. They just can't get off to a slow start. Yeah. It, it, things have to start right from the get-go. So, I feel like that happens all the time for the Vikings, I want to say. Yeah. So Kirk absolutely has to be on his A game, and it doesn't take much for him to do so. It's just you have to snap into it. Um, so for the slander on him, if we're going to go ahead and have takes like Tyrod is better than Kirk Cousins, Ryan Tannehill, yeah, Carson uh, Wentz, now we're just out of our minds. And then to say that he has a noodle arm, he's proven that he doesn't have a noodle arm. Yeah. So. It's just the fact that he doesn't do anything flashy or spectacular, I guess you could say. Yeah. He's, not spectacular in the sense of he doesn't do anything good, but like spectacular. Like he doesn't have like, you're not going to see him like make the most fucking coolest play ever he's not gonna rush for a touchdown he's not gonna roll out sling one 60 yards like mahomes he's not gonna sling one across his body or sling yeah. one sidearm a lot of teams would be uh, lucky to have kirk oh yeah you put kirk on the dolphins you put kirk on on the fucking washington football team on the, there that's a good trade part uh trade partner for jimmy to go to washington yes send him to washington that they, they have a good receiving core I think that they do a little bit better with Jimmy as their quarterback compared to, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Taylor Heineke. The only thing that that makes me not – I mean, I think it's Wash, it's between Washington and Dallas in that division, but, like, if they had a legit quarterback, I'd give it to Washington. Yeah. Because, like, they have Ryan Fitzpatrick and Heineke. That's yeah. not going to win you the playoffs. You're not going to win the Super Bowl. I was nervous Dak was going to sign with the Washington football team, and I think he fucking should have. I don't think so. It's just so. the ownership. It's yeah. the ownership. I, I don't think so. Um, now, reports came out that supposedly the Eagles have the best chance at landing Deshaun, but it's like their cap, their cap situation is fucked. I don't think that the Eagles front office can pull that off at all, and that is not a very – because I want to say that Deshaun does have – he does have a no-trade clause. I mean, you just see how they treated their last quarterback. Yeah. You know. And that was not all Wentz. Wentz did screw up big time in his last season, but a lot of it was mental. Now he's with the I think it, he has a chance to be back in that conversation. Oh, yeah. MVP, like, because he, he, he has potential. He like, could do it. 
And I do want to say that uh, he'll be in the comeback player of the year oh, yeah. conversation, but it is going to be Dak to me in my eyes. I do see that Dak's going to bounce back. He's not going to do like what Gridiron said this morning, 5,300 passing yards. That's a little... The, last year, I think he could have done it, but I think the defense is going to be better. Yeah, that's a little absurd. In, in a comeback year, I say close to 4,400. And uh, at least, you know, 33 to 36 touchdowns, that'll do it. Ink his name as comeback player of the year. I, w- the, I mean, he's a – because I could see why people are like, oh, he's going to go for the – he would have done that last year with how bad our defense was. He was going to – Like 5,000? 5, 5,000 easily. Like, he had a 500-yard game against uh, Cleveland and lost. Against Cleveland? Yeah. Lost. But, but you get these casuals that talk about um, go for it. The, the fucking – the people who argue quarterbacks never know. They take in wins. They take in. They don't take in defenses. They don't take into actual stats and what they mean. They see high yardage quarterbacks as their team's always losing, but that's never been the case. Only the only time that's ever really happened was uh, Winston, and their team wasn't exactly horrible either. And he, yeah, that was a very lopsided uh, stat year for him. Thirty touchdown passes, which is fucking solid. Five thousand passing yards. But 30 interceptions due to him needing LASIK eye surgery. I'm excited for him to be a uh, play to start this year. And I truly think that, like, you know. He's better than fucking Hill. Yeah, because oh. I've been. Yeah, go for it. What I want to say about Hill. This is the part about Sean Payton that I never got to because I just started talking about Sean Payton coaching the Cowboys, which I think he will eventually. But, like, he's uh, Sean Payton's getting fucking pissed off at his coach. But, dude, he's got fucking Hill out there on fucking hands team. You know? Like, what are we fucking doing here? It was the Falcons game. I think they got, like, three onside kicks yeah. or some shit. And, like, I see, like, uh, uh, um, Hill being at the bottom of the pot. I'm like, why have him on hand team? I'm so sick of what the fucking Saints do with all that bullshit they have going on. As, as, as the gadget. Uh, as the gadget. First of all, Tim Tebow would have done that way better. Tim Tebow wanted to be a quarterback, but, like, I don't think he's going to do that good tight end. No. But I think, I think if he made the switch out of college to that position when he originally came in, Two tight end. Two tight end or, like, gadget-like. He would have been way better than he had, of of course. Like, like, uh, do I keep saying the wrong name? I feel like I say Tyreek Hill and Tristan Hill. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. I I feel like I've said the wrong name because those three guys I'm always talking about for some odd reason. But, uh, yeah, Taysom Hill. That shit is fucking ridiculous how they – it just makes me mad. Like, wide receiver, like, like, you really don't think you'd much rather have another gunner out there on fucking special teams? You You want Taysom. Can put Marquise Hill out there. Yeah, fucking. Well, I have no idea what's going on with them. Man. You can put Jared Cook out there, and I think he'd do better. The whole thing with, like, I've been told by people, well, very few people who hype up Taysom Hill, that apparently he's going to win the quarterback one spot because oh Jameis Winston threw 30 interceptions. The man got LASIK eye surgery. If the man had horrible vision and could throw for 5,000 yards and 30 touchdown passes, I think that coaches would much rather work with someone coming off of LASIK eye surgery with those numbers rather than a fucking gadget with a noodle arm that hasn't proven anything other than he can make a special play here and there and is okay on jet sweeps and can make a routine throw. Yeah, he's got an average QBR uh, QB rating of uh, 86.9. That's not bad at all. That's better than Taysom. Like, fuck, man. And then on top of that, it's like, you know... It's just these people with all these crazy-ass takes. Like, uh, I'm being told uh, at one point Jimmy's better than Dak. What the f- Jimmy doesn't have half the arm that Dak has, for one. Uh, Jimmy's a winner. Jimmy has these uh, playoff wins. What does Dak have? Okay, what the 
Well, guys, the, like, play, the 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 wins doesn't do it for me. If, I mean, I think I mean I, the wins matter to me in terms of goatness, like in terms of talking about the goat. Yeah, I got you. Like, you factor him in, like I like, but these are the same people that say Matthew Stafford is um is like top five for some reason, but they say like. It's just ridiculous with these ranks. People, they don't know what to do, I guess. Okay. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, you have casual media talking, like, you know, hyping up gadgets. And then, like, I was told last night on Twitter that apparently Kyle Shanahan himself drafted Trey uh, fucking Lance to sit out for one year, a whole season, but come in situationally as a gadget but Jimmy Garoppolo is the guy for the year. Like, okay, yeah, we're, we just drafted uh, Trey Lance. We're going to use him as a gadget, risk injury, but uh, he's going to sit for the year. That makes no sense. Kyle's advocating for a more mobile quarterback with a bigger arm. He also said you want a guy who can run like Lamar and pass like Brees. That is not Jimmy at all. I don't understand with 49er fans that are so attached to Jimmy Garoppolo that we're going to keep this dude long-term, even though Kyle's just waiting on the day that Lance is ready to go. Like, you know, we have no trade partners right now. That contract is hefty, and we can't just cut him because, like, you know, yeah, we'll cut him and we'll take the cap hit, but it's – or we won't take the cap hit. We'll take the cap money in, but it's like, you know, if you can get a fourth and then get all that cap space back, that's a win at the end of the day. And I could see why Kyle wants – Jimmy to bridge a little bit for Trey. Which is fair. Yeah, which is fair, but I'd say no later than week seven, Trey Lance is starting. Jimmy Garoppolo, 49er stands are pissed off, and you're going to see a lot. Like, it's just fucking crazy. I'm excited to see Joe Burrow. Yeah. I'm excited to see Tua, Joe Burrow. Kind of Jalen, too. Yeah, kind of Jalen. Kind of Jalen. I mean, yeah, the O-line. Yeah. The O-line was fixed. I looked into it. The O-line, the O-line was fixed, fixed really? Yeah. I mean, I don't th- I think people were just mad that it wasn't, I mean, uh, like me, not fixed is what it should have been. The O-line was fixed. Like, they should have cha- like they should have fixed it a little bit more, I think a lot of people were agreeing with. Well, not a lot of people, but I think, for me, I was angry because they should have they got Sewell. So well, yep. They should have, and then they used their second round pick on that guard, I want to say. He was a tackle, uh, but he's from Clemson, though. Actually, uh, he's a Swiss Army knife of an offensive lineman. He can play oh, right, okay, really? right guard and right tackle. And then on top of that, okay, uh, yeah. they upgraded at left tackle. Because mm-hmm. uh, last they, year they were trotting out guys who were backups yeah, they, uh, from their original teams that went over to Cincinnati. They upgraded at right guard to they up- Spain. Okay. And then, uh, they upgraded at right tackle with huh. that tackle from the Vikings. And now this, the left tackle, uh, mm-hmm. Jonah, is back. And then they have two healthy centers, Billy Price and... Uh, their most recent rookie that they drafted. That reminds me of uh, the Steelers just oh. depleting their whole offensive line. I'm thinking signing uh, Trey Turner makes up for it. And then uh, drafting a running back, too. Drafting a run- I, I cannot get – okay, first of all, I th- I like Harris. That's his last name, right? Yeah, Najee yeah, 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 Najee Harris. I like the guy. You know, I'm excited because I, I, like, I, like, I like Alabama products, right? Uh, there's I feel like there's a lot too much hype about him coming in because he's not going to have – he he's gonna be um. I don't think I'm not getting him for fantasy. No. Just cause the, I mean I might draft him late. Just cause the he's got a lot of upside as an RB. But um, I'm excited for fantasy. But he um he's not gonna have the year. No. Like 
the whole the whole running back thing. You don't draft a running back. This is why I think the Steelers had needed a had needed to have a huge draft this year, and they I don't think they had a good draft. I could I could be wrong, but maybe I'm just basing off their first. But I totally forgot what they did. It was decent, but it was lacking. I mean, they obviously lacked with their first round pick. They should have got a wide uh, not a wide out, maybe um offensive line. Offensive line for sure. This this was before they released DeCastro too. Yeah. The draft was before they released DeCastro. Um, who else retired? If they would have reached on Creed Humphrey at center, yeah. I would have been fine with that. Yeah. I would have been like, yeah, you yeah. could have reached on a second round. I mean, their line's been falling apart yeah. for like the past two years. Yeah. Because um. Villanova left. Yeah, Villanova left. Villanova uh, left. Pouncey retired. Yeah, they had the worst rushing attack yeah. last year, and they think the answer is a new running back. That's They're not true at all. Sucks. I'm excited. For, I mean, that's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's. I mean, but I get it though. Yeah, that's what happens with some of these uh, teams. I really think the running backs losing its value, but then you have some teams like that that bite on that kind of shit. I would have liked. Uh, I would have liked Najee Harris on the Cowboys, like in the third you know second maybe fourth like not the that, fourth he he's not a fourth round he would have been third like that jaguar selection too when they yeah. took uh, 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 etn uh, etn they're they s- they said they're using him as a third down back they said he's going to use his, and first of all i got james robinson off but he even wasn't even waivers i waited till after the draft no one picked him up and i got him i was like cuz we went through the whole draft i was like okay who the hell is the starting rb for the jags right cuz i'm like no one's i was like who the fuck no one even thought to think of it, and I'm like, I got him. I also got Gaskin off oh, waivers, so that was a good. I had a good fantasy. Uh, I missed the playoffs, but I won the the other championship for the wannabes. But yeah, man, we uh, we want to roll into. Um, you say you're not you're not interested in teaching anymore, right? Oh, uh, so for this matter, like I've said many times before, you gotta have the passion for it. You gotta actually want to do it. There's a lot of controversial. Just to be and fair, you have that passion, or you had it. Yeah, I do. You wanted to move mountains. Yeah, I would be able to take on that career, and it takes a special type of person to take on that career because you want to have the passion for the students, mm-hmm. and not the politics side of it, and you don't want to be held down. The politics side. Huge, huge. You don't want to be held down by administrators. You don't want to be. You don't want to be force-fed things that you have to teach that you don't want to teach, and you don't have to. You don't want to act a certain way to get your to work your way up to tenure. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They're giving the wrong teachers tenure, the wrong ones, so that once they get that, they can act like a piece of shit and they won't get fired because they're locked in on a contract unless they absolutely okay. fuck up. I'm losing interest in pursuing that. Like, yeah, of course I can get my credentials, but, you know, you can go. I can look into other fields. I'm not going to change my major, but the teaching field is getting really controversial, and it's going to always be in high demand, but it's always going to be in high demand for a reason. Like, do you want to put up with certain administrators, and do you want to put up with a whole school district and a union and do you want to put up with just absolute BS politics all around that career for so many years? Yeah, you get three months out of the year off in summer, two weeks for Christmas, a week for spring break, and then uh, those Monday holidays off. But it's up to the person. It's getting very, very controversial, and it's starting to get political too. They're starting to implement more... I got, you know, I got a story to tell you. Yeah, critical race theory is now starting to be 
implemented. It depends on the state that you'll be in to teach. Yep. Uh, Justin, go for it. So I know a teacher who teaches in the, in the school system, and what uh, what that person was telling me what was um he said that so they're getting this email right so he got the email and he said wow because they got this whole thing it said read read carefully his uh his uh teacher that he works with to send him it right and he goes he reads it through and he tells me he says it says like you think it's a great letter because it says we have lawyers now to really back you in the real teaching of history. And my mom's like, fuck, I said my mom. God damn it, I broke the goddamn code. Fucking 45 minutes into the fucking podcast. God damn it, I hate my life. I might shoot myself on the pod, you never know. Golly, sorry if you're wearing headphones and I fucking spiked it. So sorry. But yeah, God fucking damn it, dude. Son of a bitch, you cocksuckers. Fuck me. Fuck fuck my ass with a fucking big old wiener, man. I, God damn it, that pisses me off so fucking much. Fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. Harney, I want you to stick your fucking horse inside of me Holy and fuck me till shit. I'm blue. Fuck me, man. I just, well, I mean, I just wasted someone's career, but it's okay. But here, here's a here's the thing. It says, we have lawyers to back you in this. If it's for your real teaching history, right? Look through it. It's the critical race thing. So they have, like, they're going to, so first of all, they have the union backing them, and they've got lawyers the fucking school system, the government, they've got everyone, everything backing you to teach this certain way to your kids. But some some states banned it, and I like that. I don't know which states, I would say. Um, Probably some, Texas. I think Texas might have, but... Arkansas, Arkansas some southern states. Some southern states. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a good idea to just fucking get that shit. You can't teach people that kind of shit, man. Like, what are you doing? Oh, um, he hates you because his nationality is this. Let me look up Critical race, because so I think some of them banned them, right? Or am I just speaking out of my ass? Oh yeah, no. Believe me. I would 50, say Florida. These states are not gonna teach critical race theory. Is it just because we live in California? Oh yeah, probably. So, for those who don't know what critical race theory is, CRT is a bottle of legal scholarship and academic movement of civil rights scholars and activists in the United States that seeks to critically examine U.S. law as it intersects with issues of race in the U.S and to challenge mainstream American liberal approaches to racial justice. So, what is the panic about critical race theory? Obviously, you know, you might turn students against one another, a lot of division. Florida's education system exists to create opportunity for our children. Critical race theory teaches kids to hate our country and to hate each other. It is state-sanctioned uh, racism and has no place in Florida schools. Guess who said that, Justin? From Florida? Yeah. Is it the governor? Yep. DeSantis? Yep. I like DeSantis. DeSantis is not going to have any form of critical race theory being taught in his schools in Florida. Larry Elder uh, announced he's running for governor. Larry Elder running for governor in Guess California. Who's working on his campaign? Who is? Me. Really? I'm working in the campaign. But Are you? Yeah. I, I sent an email. And the oh, volunteer, shit. you know, you get fucking, you don't get paid, so. But you get your name out there. I do. I put, it sticks my, you know, I like, I like Elder. Here we go. Wall Street Journal. Critical race theory is a hustle. So. Wall Street Journal said this. Yeah. Well, uh, share more of it. Wealthier parents will make sure their kids reserve a decent education, even if it means using private schools or hiring tutors, but the majority of children are are relegated to the traditional public school system where progressives now want to prioritize the teaching 
of critical race theory. In addition to being a horrible idea, even Wall Street Journal says it's a horrible idea. Uh, Let me see this right now by Jason L. Riley. And this is a... Wow. I'm on his Wikipedia. Interesting. He said it may resemble a serious academic discipline, but it's really just a fancy argument for racial preferences. That's interesting. So even Wall Street wow, Journal. Wow, this guy's like a very conservative guy at Wall Street Journal. Very he published Maverick, a biography on Thomas Sowell. Interesting. Or Sowell. Sowell? Anyway, you know, Thomas Sowell. Uh, Burgess or Burgess Owen says honoring black patriots counters critical race theory. So, okay, so there's some of the black community going against it. NC could limit affirmative action as GOP lawmakers push back against critical race theory. I mean, that wasn't, you know, that wasn't surprising. Yeah. (laughs) Um, How adherents see uh, critical race theory. So here in Reno, Nevada, we have people uh, protesting against critical race theory. Now, I don't know what Nevada is. What are they, a blue state? They were, right? They're a switch. They're um, they're, um, a swing state. state. Yeah. Uh, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, or whatever her name is, Packy, said that. She looks like Zuck. Oh, boy. And I know that falls in place with her, but, like, she kind of looks like Zuck, no? She believes children should learn about our history, including the view that there is systemic racism that is still impacting society today. I love hearing that from a cracker. Now, did Wendy come up with this herself? (laughs) (laughs) Or was she told to say that? Dude, first of all, she's bad at her job. (laughs) Yeah. She's bad at her job. She's not good at her job. Hey, now let me take both sides. Like, don't get me wrong. There was, like, fucking seven secretaries in the Trump administration. But this, the first one in Biden's is just a fucking robot. Yeah. I mean, Trump's last one was dope. But she was hot, though, so she gets a pass. Fucking Zuck isn't so cute. <laughs> but, hey, she's like, hey, and I mean, how it's it's hard. Like, I mean, with Trump's when you, when you were Trump's uh, secretary or whatever, uh, uh, speaker, shit, anything like that, you were like, oh, he said that, right? And it's hard to like deflect him, you know, because you have to do your job to deflect it. Trump, I think, really didn't give a fuck what he said. Yeah. Actually, check that. He doesn't give a fuck what he says. But you have to really make so much excuses for Joe Biden, dude, because you just like. Um, chocolate, chocolate chip. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about the Biden presidency is chocolate, chocolate chip. Did you hear him uh, whisper into the the mic the into the um, podium the other day? It was fucking hilarious. But yeah, the whole critical race theory. This is why a lot of people are moving to homeschool, private schools. First of all, don't trust the fucking government to educate your kids. They've got like, oh no, we're coming at them with full fucking force. That's why they're doing it in public schools is because you can't do it in private schools because the parents pay for that education. And they're like, no, I want my kid to have a... F-. There's a reason it's not being done in private schools, right? There's just a reason. Just like that. They're like, oh, no, I paid for my son's education and I think he should get an education, not some bullshit fucking... What, like, what are they even hearing, you know? But the whole critical race theory is bullshit. I think we might be getting it worse here because we're in California. Oh, of course. Look who's who's governing us but i will go against the other side too so what uh what the gop wanted to do to counter the whole critical race theory was they wanted to set up cameras that they can listen to in the classroom but my thing is is i'm against that because you know i don't want fucking kids being filmed because obviously pedophilia is a big fucking thing in this country too a big problem but you know what was the kid wearing it's like gee oh shit was this a sexy child it's like, yeah, we're going to get into fucking stupid shit like that. 
with these cameras in there. Yeah, I, I want. I get that you want to know what's being force fed to your child, but it's like you know, choose to send them to the right fucking school maybe or maybe what? Bug, bug the room. room. Don't uh, film it. Bug it. Interesting. Have, they, I think they should have a. Have your kid wear a wire. <laughs> I, that's what I'd send my fucking son to do. <laughs> have and your uh, son be the informant. Filming is bad because you know a lot of people, are, especially the gift that's from the government, they're gonna whack off to your kids. Even if they're not sexy, they're gonna whack off to your child. There's fuck. But, there's fucked up people in the government yeah. that I wouldn't put it past them. But I think maybe maybe bug it because I don't trust the government to teach anything to my children. Yeah, fuck. Like, like look how much we would look at how much of a retard I am now. You know? Shit. Um. Yeah. Like you want your kids to be force fed shit like that. You got now. So now it's not a it's not a party issue. It's a bipartisan issue. Yeah. So there's both. Which is fair. Yeah, Democrats and Republicans saying that they don't not, want... I, I think it's not too far out of the realm of being bipartisan, right? Yeah, it's if the... You ha- if you have a brain. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, you look into the theory and then you see, okay, so it's starting to go against, you know, do we really want to teach this to K-12? through 12? Do we really want to teach this to high schoolers? These kids have not fucking developed yet. Can you teach it in college? Absolutely, because Absolutely. you have all the power to take that class if you want to. You're not forced yeah. to. K through 12 kids, yeah. holy shit. And let's be real. You don't – the critical race theory is not the right – like, first of all, you learned through – you learned about segregation, racism, slavery, genocide through regular education that you got there through school. Yeah. And the way you learned about it was uh, – I want to say junior high maybe is when it started getting like – when you started learning more about maybe a little sixth grade out. Critical race theory is a whole other thing. It's not about the segregation issue. It's about teaching, yeah. like, uh, like why it's just – it's so yeah, – I'm like – when I first heard about it, I was like, this is ridiculous because it's not teaching, like, oh, you're like, look at the white person who owns this uh, publishing company or something like that. They want to keep slavery a secret. I'm like, it's never been the case. There's You cannot erase history, genocides, any of that shit. I mean, when people say, this is my founding fathers, and it's like a bunch of fucking uh, Redskins or some shit, I'm like, first of all, it sounds a lot like second place. You know, I'm sorry, we we ran the fade and we won. Well, with the Redskins, yeah. it's always bottom of the division. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've technically qualified for not being able to take critical race theory because in my uh, sociology major, I already took uh, race and ethnicity because that, that was a required class. And from... Week one to week 16, a lot of it was, like, talking about, like, white privilege. A lot of it was talking about, like, so, white supremacy. See, this is, this is... But this is the thing where it's, like, you're not even learning about the, the differences of cultures or anything like that. Or, like, no. the, 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 the like uh, how black people were treated in this country or people of color, right? This is the shit that got me. Is like they're teaching you, like, you're white, so you got to go fucking flag that black person down. Like... Like, first of all, now that now this fucking classroom sounds a whole lot like a clan rally. We're white, we're white, we're white, we're white, we're white. And I'm like, okay. And then so it's like, okay, if you go see a black person, make sure to make them feel different. <laughs> oh, you oh you just it's ridiculous, man. Bro, the amount of shit. Like last summer, I remember seeing a tweet and it was like in Georgia and it was at some like protest. There were white people washing black people's feet like what the fuck? Like, as a form of an apology. Like, washing feet. First of all... I have a foot fetish, so I'm gonna jack off. Oh, fuck. Well, there's Steno's answer for you. Uh, First of all, what the fuck does that... And then it's like, you know, you got Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer wearing that robe or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, that was... How crazy. bad did that look on them? Because... You know, okay. Okay, is... Okay, let me Google this. I think Amy Schumer's fat ass is actually related to fucking... <laughs> to Chuck? Chuck. Yeah, I think so. 
I think so. She is. They are they are related, right? Oh, I don't want to hear white privilege from that fat fucking pig anymore, that <laughs> fucking dyke. I don't want to hear that shit anymore, dude. All she talks, like, first of all, she does these, like, hands off my ass. Or I'm like, no one wants to grab that thing. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> like, she got arrested at the Kavanaugh protest with sticking her hand up in her hair. Her and Emily Ratajkowski. I'm like, first of all, Emily Ratajkowski is right. Like, I'd fucking, I'd touch that ass. But Amy Schumer, you cannot pay me to sling my finger up in that canal. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah, um, that, that reminds me of this tweet I saw. It was posted on Facebook, on, on my Instagram story by this one girl. that says, I have never, okay, for, okay, so I'll give you some context. The profile pic is Ariana Grande. <laughs> the, and it's right. her name is Rosalie and is the t- name up top Rosalie BLM I'm not going to give the at but I have I've never been in this f- 130,000 retweets I want to say and 400 400,000 likes these are these are real people I've never in my yes. life been scared to stay in a room with LGBT with an LGBTQ person or a person of color or a Muslim or a Hindu or any religion no I'm scared I. to stay in the middle yeah neither have I well okay so She's like, you know what I have been scared to stay in the room with? Middle-aged straight white males. I'm like, what are you at? Fucking Chili's? Like, what are you talking about? So, okay, so I, I just I just want to fucking point this out. People of color, they could also be bad people, too. I just want to put that out there. Just like people who are white can be bad people. So, okay, so in this situation, are you going to be scared? Five blood members who are going to be bla- uh, predominantly black, right? Five blood gang members. You're in the room with them. And then ran. Who runs the neighborhood association with his fucking polo on and his fucking jean shorts? How are you? So you're gonna fucking run for your life from fucking Rand or whatever his name is. Like, uh, see, like the whole thing is like she's she's trying not to sound racist and she was just literally racist. And it'll hey, she forgot too. It all depends on the person too, because we need to start viewing people individually rather than like you know. I'm glad we learned about racism so we can treat other skin colors differently. Race, 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 race. Like, you know, holy shit. So you're already viewing them for their race and their religion rather than, like, you know, Josh, yeah. my friend Josh. Or rather than, oh, there's, you know. Your friend Josh or your homie Josh? Fuck. <laughs> this is what the liberal media wants to know. Oh, like, fuck, man. Like, it's just, you they're know. just showing what they're depicting people as and perceiving people as for their race, for their religion. For their sexual orientation, we don't see people for that. That's no, fucking we see like for the people, man. Not Gary the gay guy. Not fucking. Let's be fair. You make jokes about them, and you do if your friends. You make fun of people's of people's looks and their appearance, right? Like but holy, that, just, that doesn't make, give you the reason to hang out with them just because they're this color. Yeah, we'll we'll just put it out there right there. Like what Justin was being dead ass. He said that he does not have a sexual preference for Amy Schumer. <laughs> oh, I'm not really attracted to her. No, see. Have I jacked off to her? Yes, once when I was 12. Holy fuck. <laughs> there it is, lady, ladies and gentlemen. There's a joke I, I think I, put, I wrote not too long ago when I was talking about feminists are always telling white men to wait their turn, and I said, why don't you watch your weight? <laughs> and that was one of my funnier jokes I think I've ever said. Holy shit. There it is. He's being, he's being straight up right out there with the truth. He does not have a sexual preference for Amy Schumer. On top of that... Like he said in the other podcast before, he does not view anyone for their race. Rather, rather. Oh wait, no. What the fuck well, am I saying? Behavior, most likely. Yeah, behavior, like your mind, where your mind's at, if characteristics. You're a straight shooter, I could fuck with you heavy. Yeah, yeah. He's not. He's not like you know. Even if they were, if he was, even if Stino was in that room and there were like four bloods, I don't think that Stino would be terrified. I think that like you know, he'd yeah. be like, oh, what's up, dude? What's up? Oh, what's up, guys? Yeah. No. What's up? Yeah, I'm, I was just saying in terms of, like, if she watched your room and there was fucking gang members who were black, 
and then one white guy named Rand who wore jean shorts. Did you get the mail this morning? Are you running from Rand? Where are you going? Charlotte, <laughs> Charlotte, come back. I got your mail on accident. Where are you going? But with her, it's like, holy shit, man. Like, we were blowing this so far out of proportion. We're now viewing people. Just entirely for their skin, religion, or sexual preference. Yeah, and, like, I've heard from the other side, from the left, saying that you should see color. Which, okay, I can... I see color, but it's just, like, not like, oh, I have to treat this person this way. Yeah, like... I just see color because I know how to see. Like, blind people, I don't even think they know Like, what, uh, oh... You know, I'm got. I'm gonna know what. I'm gonna know what race you are, or whatever sexual orientation that you put up. But I'm not gonna be like. I'll know you're gay if you start having sex with me. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> I'm not gonna be like, oh, what's up, you know, Josh the Mexican guy. Oh, what's up, Gary the gay guy. No, we've made this abundantly clear, and that is the problem with everything that's going on with society and how we're perceiving how people are, we're seeing things based off race and not human character. Yeah, not human character, and then that's also another big problem with teaching critical race theory because it may it may implement division within the K through 12 because starting to get bad. Yeah, kids are And it's start- the people who think that way's fault though who are like we've got to teach them their differences and why this group is better than this group or this group is worse than this group or this group has it better than this group. It's from the people who are like, oh, I'm not, I got to teach them so the racists don't get to them or whatever. Yeah. It's crazy. So that's why I'm sort of not, well, not just because of critical race theory, but because of also, you know, how underpaid teachers are. Mm-hmm. In my eyes, I know yeah. that Justin's like, you know, minimum wage for the teachers. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, just too controversial uh it's starting to be more downsides go ahead you know what this just reminds me of my favorite obama quote don't judge someone on the color of their skin but the content of their character <laughs> i'm so sorry it was a joke humans have jokes i'm shaking I'm sh- my son is in- my son's crying in the corner because of my racist co-host justin you had the right you had the right vision there, but I think that that might have been actually. I want to say that that was. Who said that quote? Was it Hank Aaron? <laughs> oh, God. oh, this is going to be a good. This is a good episode. Fuck. That was Martin Luther King, Justin. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Hank Aaron? Because I thought you were going to say Martin Luther King. I was like, did he play on the Braves? So we're both going to roll the same way. I like that. Shout out to Hank Aaron. They gave a good memorial Fuck to Tim at. Uh, in Colorado, it would have been bit, would have been way better in Atlanta. I don't want to hear that bullshit they had going. Why on. did they move the All Star Game again? Because of voter voter rights. They, so they had the they had the thing for Hank Aaron's wife and all the stuff, the Hank Aaron type jerseys or whatever. In Coors. In Coors. That pissed me off. I can't stand. It's like, oh, we're gonna punish the state of Georgia. Like, fuck you. But Manfred is a total retard. He's a total retard who still gets wiped by his fucking wife. He's a total retard. And he's handling so many situations oh so poorly. The sep- one fucking situation. He's part of the fucking, um, the, the juicing thing that went so bad that someone nearly died. I don't want to hear it. Watch, um, Screwball on the, on the documentary, and he played a huge fucking part on that. Retard. Fucking, um... <laughs> And then now, he, now he's all of a sudden saying that the seventh, uh, the seventh inning or whatever the fuck it is, uh, what was it? Where you, uh, 
Oh, Don't the doubleheaders was seven innings, and then on top of that, he's saying that uh, when it goes to extra innings, that putting the runner on second to get the game over with is not a good idea. Shit, man. They just made those rules to throw. I mean, the doubleheader's always been seven, but they just added the runner on second rule to engage the fans, and I kind of like the rule. I kind of do. I kind of do. Kind of. It's it's different because baseball's never changed. I like he's. I don't. I don't think he's four DHs in either leagues. I think he might be, and that's the only thing I like about that dumbass. I'm I a just, fan of the DH. Okay, I'm for the culture. Over yes. Here. Universal DH. Okay. Universal healthcare. Universal basic income. Okay. Fucking uh, back to Manfred. Holy shit! All right, he does like to change the game of baseball. Is it for the best? Not really. I do like the traditional game of baseball, but back to what Justin said in Coors, I kind of like that it was in Coors, something different. For the home run derby, yeah, but not for that reason though. Okay, yeah. To move it, I thought it was cool. Coors did good. Yeah, they they did their best. Different spot, like you know, you would ex- expect it to be in like you know maybe Miami, maybe fucking Atlanta where it was supposed to be. Yes. New York, Coors, something different. Killed it for that reason. The home run derby, it helped out a lot. For that reason. No, do not do not move it for that reason. We're gonna punish him. I'm Rob Manfred, and I have a fucking I'm a fucking retard. <laughs> oh, oh but yeah, so it's like, oh, fuck, man. Going back to this whole thing. Wow. Uh, we're hoping that we get bought out by uh, Dave Portnoy and uh, Barstool. Go ahead and give us a call. Someone just got pulled up to Barstool the other day, or signed. I want to say to Barstool. But for I, being a not an athlete. Because Barstool has athletes now, but there was something I think someone from that ginger kid in San Francisco at the game legit got a job in Barstool just because he had the best mullet ever and was ginger. He sent him to one year contracts for hoax, yeah. But and we need to get an opportunity soon. We're gonna have to go to New York and camp outside with a sign. Hi, us, hi, us, but yeah. Uh, we, 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 we're at 105. Uh, you want to roll into um, War on Drugs? Big topic today that uh, Senator, I want to say, yeah, he is a Senator, Chuck Schumer brought up. Uh, they want to federally decriminalize marijuana, finally. But, Just a plant, bro. Yeah, but it's like, I thought that it, I thought it already was decriminalized. It was decriminalized, but I don't think it was. It's legal, but not decriminalized, which is ridiculous. He had the right idea. It should be. It is just a plant, but then he went, he brought it to the war on drugs, and he said that the war on drugs has been a plot against colored people. Not even saying people of color. He said colored people. I hate that argument. I hate that argument so much because... It's like... It's just racism. Colored, uh, that he said colored people. So it's like, not person of color. So now you're going back to a term used in segregation, which was, you know... Um, so yeah, we're not, we're now going to move from legalizing marijuana or decriminalizing marijuana to the war on drugs, which I am knowledgeable of the war on drugs, but now on to racism. Hold on. I want, I want to say so, one thing about the war on drugs is that everyone who makes the argument for war on drugs is like, it's just used to, I need, I think we need to stop it so we can stop throwing people of color in jail, which is ridiculous because everyone smokes weed. White people, black people, Mexicans, women, people. <laughs> women. <laughs> so, wait, I'm, I'm shaking right now. Go ahead. It affects a lot of low-income communities heavily. 
like, you know, they were starting to plant crack in cars, and they were starting to throw people in jail, and it became the war on drugs for the wrong purpose. Yeah, you won't, you don't want an opioid crisis. You don't want a a crack cocaine epidemic. Which we already do have an opioid crisis. Oh, of course we do. But they're throwing people in jail for the wrong reasons. They don't want to look into more funding on treatment for it. They want to lock them up. And they want to view marijuana as such. They want to view marijuana basically as crack, which is completely wrong. And that's where we're blowing the war on drugs out of proportion. It still goes on today, and it's still horrible, and it's still a failure by the government, which I think that we can all agree on. Mm-hmm. But can't handle the government. Can't trust the government to do anything, man. If you're gonna decriminalize marijuana because you want to end the war on drugs, you're not seeing the beneficial side of marijuana and why people use it. Yeah. Like. Ned fucking made me crack up. Newsom decriminalized marijuana in California. Can we just talk about these? None of these politicians have ever smoked weed. <laughs> and that's what Newsom said, too. They were like, oh, have you smoked weed before? Oh, no, I haven't. It just dawned on me that uh, my foster brother walked in on him smoking weed with his friends. And it just uh, made me go into a panic attack. Like, dude, do you know how fucking stupid you sound right now? You haven't smoked weed, but you're going to decriminalize marijuana. Cool. You haven't experimented. You haven't experienced marijuana but the reason why that all of this is causing you to decriminalize it is your foster brother you walked in on him not smoking the fact that millions of people have been put in jail for ridiculous yeah reasons. yeah not the fact that, became, that you know put them in who weren't criminals and they came out hardcore criminals and caught more time for this reason it's a butterfly effect yeah not the fact that uh fucking your former what, what was she uh state fucking i forgot kamala's position while she was locking, yeah, oh shit! While she was locking people up for weed, and just having a what was it? Uh, minimums? Is that what's called? Mm-hmm. Mandatory minimums on marijuana. People getting locked up for an ounce and serving eight years, and then having lawsuits come back on the state of California. Not for that reason that they're being locked up over a plant, but for the fact that you walked in on your foster brother Ridiculous. smoking marijuana and it sent you into a panic attack. But then, that just still fucking cracks me up. That's such a berry thing. That's such a berry thing. It's, it's extremely a berry thing. I'm shaking. I'm shaking. He's smoking marijuana. Of, the politicians who are in office right now have never smoked pot. And no. Did. Nancy Pelosi has not smoked pot. She's definitely popped that Adderall before, for sure. A lot of these guys already have fucking, are alcoholics. <laughs> Bernie, I will say, Bernie has definitely smoked pot yeah. before. Hell yeah. Bill smoked pot. Oh, yeah, fuck, yeah. JFK was during the White House. Yeah. So, I mean, the ones Barack, who kind of smoked pot were coming from, like, the Cold War, who were coming from, like, the Soviet side. So I'm like, it's not really a good side. So you're not even having these new-age politicians who actually just think weed should be legal. But you got Gavin Newsom saying, my foster brother walked in on him, sent me into a panic attack. Then I realized, oh, he needed it. And I'm sure you guys, you got guys like Cuomo. Oh, we need pot legalized, even though I haven't smoked it. With this stupid voice. You're playing at people's emotions, but not what you truly feel. When you can't be just straight up like Barack and just be like, oh, I've smoked pot before. And that's it. It was crazy because, um... Holy shit. Uh, growing up uh, uh, in elementary school and stuff, you were taught, like, weed bad. I don't, I don't think kids should be smoking just weed. Just say no. Just say no. But I didn't smoke weed till I was till I was in junior high. 
Menace. or whatever. And then I was like so scared to come home because I smoked pot. And I come from a fairly like don't smoke weed family. It, when I'm my mom doesn't care like now, but I don't smoke anymore. Oh, but like, uh, fucking ruin my high, bitch. <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> it's just a plant, bro. I mean, it's a strong fucking plant. Some of them can be, and it'll make you forget how to get home. That's why I don't really smoke anymore. I don't like the feeling anymore. I do not like the feeling anymore. I did growing up. A lot of people still smoke. My boy Richard Geary, growing up, he rolled the best joints, and he's got his um, he rolled some amazing joints growing up. Man, that San Bernardino gas pack. <laughs> the San Bernardino gas pack. Oh, Justin experimented with that San Bernardino weed not too long ago. <laughs> yeah, we'll go full retard and the fucking dude. That'll have me on my ass, man. But yeah, we're making progress with decriminalizing it, but we're not having the right people speak out on why it should be decriminalized. Yeah. Because if it's decriminalized, it's for everybody, not yeah. just for certain people. I mean, yeah, it sucks we're going to tax it up the ass and we're going to yeah. probably one day have government clinics, which I would never... Smoke the government's weed. What the fuck? We're having um, cocaine now? I like to get my cocaine responsibly and not from the government. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, too. They uh, they brought it up to Dave Portnoy calling him a cokehead, but he was like, I don't do coke, I do Adderall because I want to feel like I'm fucking on it. And Dave does coke, too. Probably. <laughs> but was... we're... <laughs> We're all over the place on this one, but we're having fun. Uh, yeah. Episode 10. Episode 10, H&L's at 4,000. We've got some things in the works. We could probably get a rest. We could probably get a reservation over at the Sycamore Inn. We could. Oh, yeah, we're Upland Celebs. Upland Celebs. Us-ish. Big guys out here. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's true. Us-ish. We beat out another podcast that we're not going to name. We're getting a solid listenership, man. We're like... Nearly 340 total views out of all our shows. I do think that H&L's been shadow banned on Instagram. But back to the marijuana subject. I think so, too. Yeah, because I tried looking it up the other day, and it wasn't coming up on Instagram. So Fucking Liar like, Sports? Yeah. I was, I was like, wondering. Oh, kidding. We want, we're getting less likes on our thing. We're, I feel like we are still got the same amount of people, but like I feel like it's showing up slow. I think we're showing up. Our posts are showing up two days later on a lot of people's feeds. I won't say like what happens to people who are shadow banned if you follow them. Like you'll you can, unless you go to the page, or whatever. Yeah. Like you'll find it on the feed like two days later. Like when you like a pick from two days ago, it's from people who are like. Built different of- received a a temporary shadow ban because I joined a an Instagram building pages group chat which actually works because you share your post you receive likes from everyone in there and then they put you on their story and they were like oh we tried to look you up but you weren't coming up as built different podcasts and I'm like. We have, like, what, fucking 32 followers? How are we not coming up? And they're like, oh, you probably got shadow banned. I was like, for what? Yeah. Oh, I wonder if one of the higher-ups on Instagram took a... We'll eventually move to Patreon. Yeah, it gave well, us... Well, some more, not fully. Only, only fans. Only fans. I'm... Oh. <laughs> we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna feature H&L on OnlyFans, you know. I think eventually, just because of this kind of podcast and my type of jokes, I think we'll get us some bullshit in the future. Yeah. So you've got to, like, work on something. Like, maybe a, you never know. Maybe a Patreon. In the yeah. Future. Like, Subs- if we start gaining more, that, like, if they just shut down our Instagram. Subscribe to hear Justin shut completely down, like, go off. Crowder on YouTube and stuff. And, like, they'll still have him on, like, this mug club thing where he makes his money or whatever. But, like, because I think eventually they'll be like, oh, this is deleted for five days or a week. Then we'll have our own little thing, like a Patreon. And this isn't even, like, subscribe to hear Justin talk his ass off about complete bullshit. No, this is hear justin joke and you know if you want to listen to it listen to it if not if you're going to get offended then don't listen to it 
There's got some good sports. There's NSFW for a reason. Yeah. Holy shit, man. And then, yeah, so we're building over here, you know, making progress. Marijuana's on the process of being federally decriminalized in this country, which is good progress. And the war on drugs is starting to go south, that whole concept of locking people up just because they got a... People still drink lean. That's liquid here, heroin. Yeah. Yep. And they're still depending on, uh, they're still depending on oxys. It sucks too, because addiction is a real thing. It comes from your own doctor. Yeah. It's, it's a mental illness that they'll prescribe. Yeah. Like fucking Percocets and oxys and. I've never been prescribed pills before. Xanax, like, like candy, but they won't go. Have you tried medical marijuana? Yeah. Medical marijuana is not the same. I mean, marijuana, I wouldn't smoke it to get better. Or some stuff. like. But what if it was prescribed to you like, hey, have a few edibles to cope with whatever you're... It just depends what you're, what's wrong with you. Like for some people... If you're severely depressed. Or some shit. I mean, I mean, I would never take an edible severely depressed. Because weed, ma- weed magnifies my feelings. So if I'm feeling happy, it's going to make me happier. If I'm feeling sad, it's going to make me sadder. Interesting. So I've never been really one to... I mean, like, it's kind of like... To me, that's how it is. It magnifies my happiness. Because I've never been in a bad mood and smoked weed and felt better. That's only happened when I drink, fortunately. But smoking weed for me, like, hey, feel better, smoke this joint. Now I'm just sad and I'm high. And I'm like, okay, now I have to do these, have these problems, but now I'm just high and I can't really get through them. So, I mean, it just works for people. I mean, I'm not, I mean, some, don't get me wrong, some of the pro pot people are totally retarded. Like, when it's like, oh, no, smoke this weed, your, your leg will heal. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I'm just high and I have a hurt leg. Yeah, I remember asking my uh, my buddy Jose, uh, because he said that, you know, obviously he's not going to be a pill popper. Like, he says that it helps him in his pain with his... Now, this is like uh, with hands, meaning, like, he says that he won't be focusing on the pain in his hands because he's probably going to have arthritis from working and all that shit like that. But Mm -hmm. he says that it causes him to not focus on the pain of his hands. So that I can get. Like, you're you're high as fuck. You're not going to be like, oh, shit, my hands hurt. You're going to be like, oh, shit, dude. But he's not going to be like cured. Yeah. No more arth- no more arthritis. Like no, like come on guys, let's think rationally here. But we're all high, so we can't think rationally. Yeah. So moving forward, guys, uh, we're just trying to give you the best content that we can come out with. We don't edit our shit really. We just, well. No, we, that's done. Yeah, we uh, we what we do is it's a natural conversation, and we want you to feel like part of the conversation. That's why you when you hear the ergers and the ahs or some shit, then. Yeah, when I'm it's like, an, it's a it's a it's a normal conversation we're having. Yeah, when I'm like, oh shit, when Justin comes off with a quote, that's what I would say. Like in general, like when Justin pops off with jokes because he's a comedian, I'm obviously gonna be like, oh shit, here we go. But uh, yeah, like with the whole quotes thing and the Hank Aaron. Those are fun. Yeah. Uh, I, we know who we, came we, up with the quote. We have people who um, yeah, Joe Montana. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> no, but, See right there. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I think our followers are. Good supporters. They're real. If they disagree, they're like, okay, they creep it real, and we're not like, I think that we, we give that up, right? My personal account on Instagram has been bugged, so I can and cannot post stories. It's interesting. When uh, when I reposted an Adesanya thing the other day, mm-hmm. it stayed up for 24 hours, and I was like, holy shit. So then I try to post another story, and then it's like, you've been restricted you, from doing this. And I'm like. And you have a private account, right? So no, my it's public now. My Instagram's getting close to being banned. Because I'll comment like retard and stuff. 
And fuck communism. And fuck communism. And they're like a few more of those or whatever, and you'll be banned. Yeah, like, um, so this one dude's getting ripped on in the comments because he, so Trey Lance had a fucking, he had a GPS slash heart monitor and it kind of looked like a sports bra. And then the dude said that, the dude started calling Trey Lance gay and he started calling Trey Lance like an actual, like he started calling him a fag basically. Like it, like legit word for word. And then everyone's ripping on him. And then I go to say, okay, you want to hold those accusations, but Trey Lance has Instagram models following on him. And then it's like, comments like these have been seen and they have been reported. Do you still wish to re? Uh, do you still wish to post? I hit yes. And then boom, it's taken down. And then I get a Instagram email fucking warning. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Twitter is not as bad as Instagram. Like, mm-hmm. Twitter suspensions can happen at any point in time. But, but my... Instagram could, like, fucking, like, delete you. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, with this whole Built Different, I'm trying to build the Built Different account. On Twitter? You should make one on Twitter. It uh, d- well, well, depends no, you, on Twitter, I need Twitter you to run too. a hook and ladder Twitter, maybe. On Twitter? Yeah. Because I'm scared our Instagram may be banned one day. Yeah, so we're going to continue to build the Built Different account uh, with stories different. and hook and ladder. That's why I'm trying to build the Built Different account. I'm in several group chats that promote each other's accounts. Yeah. Even though it can get pretty fucking tedious when they're all it is just betting posts. And then I put mine in there. I know that they're not going to listen to my shit, but they're still going to promote it. Yeah. Which is like, okay, fine. But we're going to continue to build Built Different on the account. My account's bugged. Justin is probably on the watch on the watch list by Mark Zuckerberg for Instagram. I, I left Twitter willingly, but I think I can do any, anything from Instagram because I think I've been banned from PETA and some things. Uh, actually, no, PETA has me back. So do they? So I'm done commenting on them right now. Yeah. Because I don't want to risk anything. I haven't commented on them. And he has been uh, showing me some certain accounts that have just bizarre takes on how the economy should be. Uh, <laughs> pretty scary yeah. takes, and we gotta you know you can't reply to those because, boom, yeah, comments taken uh, down. I mean, I might just appoint you to run the twitters, because I every time I get I get on Twitter, and it becomes a shit show. Like I'm not afraid to tell people shit. Casual. I mean, Fuck I called someone look. casual on like Instagram one time, but that was all in good fun. Like, okay. People on Instagram have never picked up a ball before, so they don't know what casual means. Yeah, well, I mean, to be fair, he did say Dak's not... Oh, God. Oh, he, well, he, said, he said Dak was a top 20 or some shit like that, right? He said Dak was the 32nd ranked quarterback. <laughs> these like, That's are, bad. These, that was bad. These are real people. <laughs> I love when I comment. I love my shirt something like that. Like, these are real people. These are real fucking people, you know, man. one time an Eagles fan was talking shit to Will Kane, who was over at Fox News now. And he's a Cowboys fan, right? And he worked at ESPN and stuff. There, he's like, Dak is the fourth best quarterback in the NFC. He's just some hater. And he said, breathe out your nose. <laughs> and I'm, I'm breathe out your nose. Oh, my God. So, yeah, we're going to continue to build this account. Um, for these listeners out there, if you're not really too into sports, this was a very sporty fucking episode i know that we tend to get very controversial with the vaccines and all that shit and people like to hear about that but if you're one of our loyal supporters thank you, thank you for listening to our bullshit for every second might want to do a q a next week huh yeah a little well, q a we'll do a Q&A. Uh, you know we'll, do, we'll post that and we'll call we'll call out instagram we'll call out instagram for bugging our accounts and for 
just absolutely fucking things up for us. I can repost Adesanya talking, but I can't repost something on H and L because it's copyright or it's very offensive. First of all, I own the shit. All right, so it's fine. I literally said you could do it. I own the thing. <laughs> there it is, Instagram. Um, we should do. Let's do a Q and A next week. Yeah, we'll reach out. I'll we'll reach out post, to our listeners. Post, uh, post to your far, your. Uh, I don't know if you do to our followers or whatever, but for the hook and ladder story, not hook and ladder story, the built different story, the people you know. I'll talk to my followers too. We'll have fun. Yeah, I know Dylan's definitely gonna hook maybe me up with some good. Yeah. Just like a short one, maybe 30, 40 minutes, episode eleven. Yeah, Something I'm down. Simple. Unless something crazy happens, we'll talk about that too. But then we'll lead off with the, we'll end up with a Q and A. All right, and that's a wrap. Thank you.